It's the last episode of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi podcast, episode 200. And I'm sitting with the beautiful, talented Leslie Adamy. You know her from KIII News Broadcast, the 5, 6, and 10 p.m. Thank you so much for being here with me. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Brittany, so much for, for having me. It is such an honor. She did not let me know, you guys, Sorry. that this would be the last episode. So the pressure's on, but oh, my goodness. No Such pressure. Such an honor. Such yes. an honor. So I appreciate you. And it's so lovely to be here with you. And um, I love this podcast is amazing. Elevating women's voices, especially those who are leaders in our community. I just I'm honored to be a part of it. So oh, my you. gosh. No, thank you for being here. Thank you for agreeing. I know how busy you are. This is a work day for her. <laughs> um, so I made her come to work early because we're actually in the Domingo studio, which I've never been in. Super yeah. cool. Definitely iconic. Um, and Leslie, I had wanted to have you on months ago and I got COVID and, uh, I'd wanted you because you're very special. I wanted you to be either a kickoff to a new year or the way to cap off an old year. And it just didn't work out. And then this year when I knew, you know what, I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and wrap up the podcast. I was like, I know who I want to be my wow. last episode. And so thank you again for agreeing to it. It's you're um, so sweet. important to me. Absolutely. So what time do you start your day usually? Because you go on at five, but there's so much prep work involved before that broadcast. Yes, girl. So I actually, I don't come into the station until two o'clock and, and then I'll typically get off at 10 40 ish because the newscast ends at 10 32 um but like you mentioned there's a lot that goes in before a lot of times we'll go to schools we, we do a lot of stuff before our day even begins and it's kind of just part of the job but it's also very rewarding visiting with schools going to to mc events uh yes. going to different luncheons just to be immersed in the community um but if i don't have any of that going on i'll typically start my day i'm embarrassed because everyone probably you know most people get their day started like 8 8 30. i will typically maybe like 9 30 10 o'clock no that's good uh, by that time my fiance has done like a, a million things at work and uh he doesn't give me grief for it but he'll t i'll wake up to his text and be like i did this today and i did them like i am just getting out of bed <laughs> there was drool on my pillow that was fun um but i will i'll get up and i like to try and get a workout in and very good uh, maybe that's like, a perfect way to start the day it really is sometimes if we end up going on late for monday night football which we did last night i always forget about that um it kind of does make for a longer day but yeah go go get a workout in my grandmother lives here in town maybe go visit with her get a lunch with somebody uh, maybe get my nails done. There you go. Um, and then I'll come into work. And that's like if I don't have anything going on in the morning. I also recently have started working out after my shift because I think I'm still like so much on a high from the, the newscast or, you know, on a buzz. And so I'll try and get that energy out at the gym. And I've really enjoyed it because it's so calm and quiet and serene. There's kind of the, that same group of people that are there at that time as you. You're just like, yeah. Yes. You're here to get a great sweat sesh in me too let's get it uh i love yeah. that um and i know what you mean because i imagine being live on air can amp you up yeah and so you're like you know what <laughs> let me utilize this energy for good instead yeah. of just like attempting to go to sleep i love yes. that um speaking of congratulations on your engagements yeah that's a big thing you know what's funny is i i did research on you beforehand because i follow you on instagram mm -hmm. um but you know to just kind of get yeah. some highlights about you and <laughs> 
<laughs> you're literally a celebrity because you you Google Leslie Adamy and then it's like, is Leslie Adamy in, engaged? And it's like similar to what someone would ask about, <laughs> I don't know, Prince Charles or something. Like, People you know, are, so are they married? It's hilarious. There's even like a little blog about you, which can be flattering. Um, but it's pretty much details that you can find on the KIII website about right. you. So nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, super in depth, but uh, in any case, congratulations because you, you know it, it's such exciting news, um, yeah. and especially your willingness because I know you're in the middle of wedding planning, mm-hmm. so you're spending the time with me today means oh, no, extra. Absolutely, yeah. It has been, girl, it has been such a crazy whirlwind, but very exciting season of of life because work is so busy, and then we're also, of course, very involved in things outside of work, mm-hmm. um, and then wedding planning. I have almost come to feel in the midst of all that is almost like a part-time job yes i'll take some calls like during my shift or things are slowing down a teeny bit be like okay who can i book really quick mm-hmm. and uh but remy that's my fiance's name like the little rat um, <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> ratatouille he, he, I love he it. was french or his grandmother is and they're just his family his whole family is lovely but Very he has cool. been such an incredible incredible partner in this whole planning process he's extremely organized so patient and wonderful and yes he's great well he's a very lucky man oh. I'm gonna say that I mean y'all are lucky to have each other Thank you. so you're from Sinton Texas mm-hmm. okay yes, so were you often in Corpus growing up yes okay so it's it's a little tricky um so I grew up in Corpus uh up until age probably 14 is when we actually moved to Sinton. Okay. Every single morning, I, my mom, who's a teacher there, she has been, uh, still Spanish teacher, Spanish teacher. Very good. Sinton. And, uh, so she would get me and my brother early in the morning and we commuted every single day from our house in Corpus to Sinton, uh, until we finally actually got a house. Right. So now my dad is the one who commutes every day to his work in Flower Bluff, which I think is probably an even longer drive. Yes, that is a long drive. Bless him. Yes. But yeah, so, but always attended school in Sinton, but then like kind of lived in Corpus for a lot of that. And yeah, I had, like I said, a grandmother who lives here in Corpus and uh, another grandmother who lives in Sinton right across the street from the the high school football field. So in all the pictures and like even when we, I was little watching the sports cast, I would always see my Mimi's house uh, when there was coverage of Sinton. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Um, so yes, uh, but yeah, always attended school and since so proud Sinton Pirates. I love that. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of Sinton. My sister in law is from Sinton. Um, oh. It's just a, I, it's a special place to me. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned something that I think is really important about your um, your lore, for lack of a better word, that even as a kid you would be watching the broadcasts. Oh yes. Yeah. So you were always a fan and always kind of interested in mm-hmm. in news. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it about it that really grabbed your attention? Well, I think it really was the people on Channel 3. We, My family is a big Channel 3 family. We, Like I said, my because of that early morning commute, um, my, as my mom was getting ready, she'd pop on the TV and me and my brother would watch the morning news. And so, you know, I just... I just had such incredible people to look up to. Like I had Bill Vesey. Oh my gosh, yes. Regina and Christina. I mean, of course, Joe Gazin, Katia. I mean, Rudy, who I now get to anchor with. Like 
golly. I just, they were all such positive and influential and impactful role models for me growing up. And I think what was really cool about them and what really drew me to Channel 3 was even at a young age, I realized, okay, I see them clearly doing their thing in the studio but they were also always out in the community, yeah. whether that was doing stories or doing events. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's just so cool. Cause it, it just made me realize like, oh, here's what Aransas Pass has going on. But Refugio has this mm -hmm. and it was really neat. I have a decent layout of the Coastal Bend already. We have a ranch outside of Freer. Oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, so the Freer community is very special and near and dear to my heart as well. Cause everyone there is just, so lovely but anyway so we would pass through driscoll alice robstown san diego and um to to make our way up there so even at a young age i was like aware of these communities bishop Awalulse. um but yeah the way they talked about him and were out in them always just made me so i don't know i just thought it was so special so i had wonderful role, mo role models here at channel three to look up to and that that community impact has always resonated with me. I thought it was just special. Absolutely. And clearly you've integrated that aspect of it into what you're doing now, um, yeah. which we'll, we'll get to soon. Um, so you're a UT Austin alumni. I love yes, that girl, so much. Y'all have a couple of them here at the station, which we I think is do. really great. We do. Chris Thomason mm -hmm. is a proud Longhorn. Madeline Salinas, who just joined our team. She's also a hometown girl uh, from Bishop, and she just graduated from UT. We had a producer who just moved on to KXAN in Austin. Oh, wow. Uh, also a UT grad. So yeah, we have a few. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Um, I'm proud Longhorn here as well. Oh, um, nice. Did not graduate, but attended mm -hmm. for a few years uh, out of great. high school. Love it. Um, finished down here in Corpus Christi, but um, loved my experience there. <gasps> yes. And uh, so you, you knew at a young age you were interested in news, mm -hmm. but you actually decided to make it a career when you went to university. Mm -hmm. And so did you know at the time that you wanted to be an anchor or was it more, you know, what was the thought process behind it when you went into the College of Communications? Yeah. So, girl, I was such a little nerd. Um, I, I <laughs> The to, best kind. I, I showed up to campus and I think the first week of class, I was like, where's the tech, the student television station? Uh, I need to, I need to let them know who I am. Like, I'm so, I want to be here. I'm so excited. Um, and so I found, made my way over there and the station manager, who was also a student at the time, but when you're a freshman, you're like, oh my gosh, yep. these kids are so cool. And, <laughs> oh, wow. Like this they're so, so much older than me and experienced. Yep. And, um, and they all walk around like they know it all too. They, so they, do, they have the persona. They were so nice. But yes, I was like very intimidated by them, but they were like, hey, you're early. We don't even have our first info session for a month. Uh, but we appreciate your eagerness, so make sure you come to the, the info session. I was like, oh. They let you down really. Okay, cute. Okay, awesome. And so I was just so eager. At Sinton, we didn't have a, like a, uh, a student-run TV okay. uh, news. Um, actually, ironically enough, in middle school we did, and it was called Campus Pride News. That's and fun. I loved that. All we did was announce like the lunch and uh, cool things kids did at UIL events and things. Oh, but that's I, very informative and I important. Loved it. I loved it, and I was bummed that when I got to high school we didn't have that. So I think that's why when I got to college, I was like, oh my goodness, I need I need to be part of this team. I need to let them know I'm ready and. Uh, very Disney Channel, <laughs> like little girl, uh, 
yeah, main character. But I love that quality. You know what I mean? Because you knew what you wanted and you were going for it. Nothing was going to stop you. That's, that's important. So when that first info session came about, I, and again, these are all students, but when you're young, you're just like, and cause so I met like the anchors for the, the, the TV, the TV news. Um, and I just, I went up to them and was introduced myself. I remember Kaylee Scott, that was her name. And she's so, she's still so gorgeous. She works for ESPN now. Oh, wow. And yes. But I just remember her just making such an impact on me. Cause just her energy, I was like, Whoa, I want to do what you're doing yes. here at this campus. Like you're awesome. So, uh, when I also love that you saw these people and were like, you know, I, you were learning from them. You know, like even though they were intimidating, you still saw it as an opportunity to learn and gain knowledge. That's huge. Absolutely. And so I thought after that fall session, I dove right in. I got really excited. And I was apparently one of the last groups to have to use um, (laughs) tapes for editing. (laughs) No way. Which looking back, I'm like, how did we We're not talking cassette tapes. Yes. Oh, wow. Little little cassette tapes to to enter into this. I don't even know what it was. But then, yeah, it load to the computer. And but I was just so I was often checking out the little camera and going out to these little shoots. I didn't have a car, so I was hopping on the bus Mm -hmm. or um, borrowing somebody's car to go to shoots. And these are for an, an organization on campus. And then eventually it wasn't until I think my junior year where we actually took a class that was about TV news. We actually took a podcast really? class, uh, my, I think my sophomore year, and that was to learn the importance of, you know, speaking clearly um, and also gnats, incorporating sounds. Like if you're doing a story about, you know, flooding, making sure you get the great sound of water rushing on a street or dripping. Right, because like all of that, that matters as part of the production. In the storytelling process. And, oh, I love, I'm a big gnats, gnats girl. I love No, gnats. I think this is so interesting because I'm guilty of years ago thinking that a news anchor just showed up right before the broadcast, Mm -hmm. you know, right off the teleprompter, like the end. And of course did community events, but no, y'all's knowledge is so expansive. Yeah. I think it's so important in whatever you do to learn a little bit about everything, no matter what your, your workplace is. So UT was so great in teaching me how to MSJ um, and learn a little bit about everything, producing the importance of what goes where in a show. And then I felt really set up for success Mm -hmm. when I went to my first job in Lubbock, which uh, was still an incredible like learning curve and because it was like all right you're in it now you're not taking a week and a half to turn a story right you are doing it every single day you might be live uh, you might be at a press conference having to take notes as they come in and mm-hmm. then go do a live oh my shot. goodness um so yeah that that's that market was was incredible. Really, truly the rowdy, rowdy, wild west of... Really? West. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that yes, sounds fun. Girl. The weather Challenging was Challenging but fun. Challenging but fun. Yeah. So rewarding. And I taught... Lubbock is so big in my heart. I love it so much. And every time I talk about it with some of the, the younger reporters and things like that, our producers are like, it sounds like Lubbock put you through the ringer. I was like, it did, but it was amazing. And I loved it. Well, it's like a way to cut your teeth, it right? Truly. Because you solo produced Mm -hmm. broadcasts right yes that is wild to me that is a lot of work yeah so if you anchored a newscast or at least a lot of us who had just can't come into the market 
um, from college. Yeah, if you were like the weekend anchor, um, which I started doing when I first got there, and then eventually I became the morning anchor. But yes, I'd have to produce every newscast that I did, which, uh, and then I'd go MSJ. And I remind me what MSJ stands yes, for. Multi-skilled journalist. It's oh, also okay. MMJ. That's the perfect way to describe. See, I knew what yes. an MMJ was. Uh, multi-skilled journalist mm -hmm. sums up you perfectly. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, a lot of your peers in, in uh, this community. Yeah. So an MSJ or an MMJ, if you see somebody out in the community, a reporter, and they're shooting their own story, they are shooting their own story they're grabbing all the gnats the interviews the shots they're going to come back they're going to edit it themselves and put it together and then they're going to present that information and then they're going to write a web story about yeah. it. oh so, y'all write their web story too yes it's all encompassing it's very very busy so yeah in lubbock i did all that KVU, my next stop in austin um it's uh, i had more resources but it was still very, very demanding. Yes. Um, and I, I was surprised to, to hear you did Lubbock first. Yes. That's interesting to me that you graduated. Was it so you graduated UT mm -hmm. and then immediately got hired on in Lubbock? Yes. Okay. And then made your yeah. way back. Very yeah. cool. It was a really cool. My goal was to have a job before I walked the stage. That mm -hmm. was like big for me. Um, and so when I got to cross the stage, I was like that. It just it was very comforting to know. And so, yeah, I graduated about three weeks later. I packed my things up. And my dad helped me move into to Lubbock. And uh, so January 2016 was when my professional, I guess you would say, uh, career in broadcast started. And I just wrapped up four years here at KIIII, which sounds crazy. Wow. Like, that's the length of high school. Yes, it is. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Because that's right. You started right in 2019. Yes, right uh, before the, the pandemic. pandemic. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I want to touch, talk a little bit more about Lubbock and yeah. actually the Austin markets too. Yeah. I mean, it's all Texas, but mm -hmm. obviously Texas is very different region to region. Mm -hmm. Is that the same when it comes to, you know, interacting with the community via broadcast? I mean, I feel like, mm, yes and no. I, I think when you go to different parts, like when you go to different cities, people are like, oh, New York people are like this and, mm -hmm. and Boston people and Austin people. Um, the communities were were awesome. The people in West Texas, uh, ginormous hearts, so welcoming. I remember when we were moving into my apartment, my family and I, um, the, like <laughs> five to ten people walking by with their dogs. Residents are like, "Can we help you? Oh, what wow. can we do? Can we?" You know, it was really sweet, and that was kind of the tone of a lot of people there. They all seemed very giving of themselves and very warm. And the the newsroom I worked in was was fabulous. They forced you to work hard, but people there really cared about each other. Uh, when I went to Austin, it was really cool because I was like, "Oh wow, I'm back in my college town. This is awesome." But it's a bigger city, yes. so everyone's kind of it's moving at a much different pace, right? Very fast and. Um, there's also like a lot more tech out there. Mm -hmm. So, and obviously being the capital, you have to brush up on your politics. Oh a my bit goodness. More, which yes. I'll complete, be completely honest. Like that's not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always, anytime we have like a big election coming up, big pol political season, like I am trying to just absorb as much as I can. Right. By I doing mean, you're my studying. Own research. Yeah. yeah. Literally studying. No. And I appreciate the fact that you do that, you know, because I, I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff does not come naturally. And right. if I'm going to be talking about it like you, yeah. I need to make sure I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. That's valuable. Yeah, it is. And I, I loved school growing up. So getting back into that little studying uh, mode is always is, is fun for me. I 
for this last election, I like brought my notes with me to the gym and I put on the treadmill and I was like, okay, okay, this person represents this. All right. And they're up for this. And this is the incumbent and blah, blah, blah. Nice. So it's, it was like getting a little sweat session. But well, they also, also say that while working out, your, your brain is like more receptive to new information or it retains information yeah. better or something like that. So that was actually a really smart move to, yeah. to incorporate those I, two together. I recommend it. Nothing crazy, obviously, but something like a little light workout. And I think you'll, you'll leave feeling refreshed and also like, whoa. Look at me. Yep. Look at me <laughs> retaining this yes. information that I have to share with the yes. community very soon. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. intense. Yeah. So you, so after Lubbock, you made it to Austin. So you mm-hmm. were there for a few years and then mm-hmm. ultimately made it back to the market you wanted to go to. Yes. So was that always something in the back of your mm-hmm. mind? Like, huh, you know, I wonder if, you know, if there's any openings there, I'm going to go for it. Or like, oh, how, how did the, the opportunity present itself to you? Yeah. Um, I love this question because it's a big reason why whenever I go to school talks, whenever I meet with people, I'm, I'm such a big believer in closed door, like having faith in closed doors. Yes. Uh, so when I was in Lubbock and I communicated this, I made it very clear to any manager I ever had news director. Uh, my ultimate goal was to get back to Corpus. I didn't wow. know when that would be, how long it would take, but okay, I love, I'm going to give my all here, but eventually I want to get back to, I want to get back home. And so whatever you can do to kind of help me, um, and wherever you think I could work better on strengthen, like, please do so I can get back home. Uh, so Props to you for being so forthcoming. Yeah. That's amazing. And they appreciate it too. They would tease me about it too. Like you, you need to go bounce around everywhere and then you can go back home. I don't know why you're in such a hurry. It's like, cause it's home. It's just, it's different. And, mm-hmm. um, so when I was in Lubbock, uh, I think it was about two years in or almost two years in the big news was that this position had become open. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this. And so I rush into my news director's office, like I have to apply, like just so you know, like this is big, this is, I, I really want to. He's like, okay. And so um, they flew me down here. I did an anchor read with Joe. Oh yeah, that's oh intimidating. Gosh, he's so amazing. Intimid- oh, he's amazing, but it was very intimidating. Um, and I, I thought I did well. And that's when I met uh, Chris Thomason, Bill Vesey. Oh my gosh, he's so precious and made me feel very warm and welcome. Uh, but it was such a quick visit. Um, I arrived in the morning and then I got sent back uh, that night and then I had to go do the morning news in Lubbock the next day. So it was a really oh, quick wow. trip. Yes, it was very exhausting. Um, and then I got a call back about maybe like a week or two later saying that they're like, you got the job. It's for the weekends. I was like, oh, no. I, <laughs> I, do, I, did, I did weekends here in Lubbock, mm-hmm. and now I do weekday morning news. Like, um, you know, is, what can I learn from this? Can you tell me what maybe you guys were still needing yes. from me? And um, way to go on turning that into another opportunity to learn. You're yeah. so good at that. Oh, well, thank I Girl, don't get me wrong. I was crushed. I get that. I was... Oh, I like, I brought down my favorite like anchor dress. It was a royal blue. I felt good. One of my favorite pairs of earrings. I was like, let's go. Let's do it. You do this every day. This is no different. Yes. This is no different. You got this. So I hyped myself up. Um, I prayed on it, uh, but it didn't work out. And that's okay. Because literally two weeks later, I got a call from KVU mm-hmm. and I did the visit with them. Everything was awesome. And then I ended up going there to do uh, the morning reporting for KVU Daybreak 
amazing team, awesome newscast, and also get to fill an anchor quite a bit on that show, uh, which is just, which it was great exposure. The, the team was just phenomenal. I, I loved my time at KVU so much. So, yeah, and like you said, that kind of market being as big as it was, yeah, it I was mean, it's really... It was intimidating. Yeah, it's building you up big yeah. time. Your skill set and everything. But you know what's kind of funny about Lubbock and Austin is that you don't know people there, so you're kind of like, oh, right, here I am, and it's time to make myself known in this community, and people don't know me. Here, I feel a lot more pressure because I have my family here. I get I have that. people I grew up with, and... No, obviously, I don't. I would like to think no one's thinking like, "Oh, I hope she messes up." But you don't want to mess up. I want to make my family proud. I want to make my grandparents proud. I want to make my dog proud. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit more pressure. Uh, but anyway, when I was at KVU, about a year into there, oh, oh okay, it was someone from here, uh, the digital content producer at the time because they would run a lot of KVU stuff because it's a sister station. They let me know, hey, like this spot's like coming open here soon. Like, I, don't, I know you're from here. We run a lot of y'all stuff. I don't know if you would be interested at all. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, the job had not been posted yet. I emailed wow. the general manager and was like, hey, I learned this might be coming open or is open. I'd be remiss if I didn't reach out. Here's a little bit about me. And I remember I was like at a dinner with some friends and I, that email like popped up on my phone. I like hopped out of my chair. <laughs> so embarrassing. I like shrieked. Was, like, and he didn't say, Hey, you got the job kid. Let's go. He was like, Leslie, sounds great. Great to hear from you. Yeah. Let's set up time to talk soon. So it was nothing <laughs> like, you know, concrete, but, but that's okay. I mean, cause you had established a, a dialogue. Exactly. And, um, so from there, I came in, I did, I had an interview, and then I had a, a read as well, reading test. And then I think a couple weeks after that, I got a call from the news director at the time, and uh, she offered me the job. And I remember I was wow. in my, my mom's bathroom, like pacing. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I, I like cried after that phone call. I'd prayed so hard for it. And it was just the greatest feel. I'll never forget that feeling of getting the, okay, let's do this. Um, and then the team was very welcoming and I was ready. It was, it was exciting. And then about a month in is when I actually started anchoring uh, with, with Rudy and then Joe and Bill Vesey. Like that was so cool. And now I have an awesome team with, with Mike at five, Rudy six and 10, Alan, obviously our meteorologist and the reporters and so that's why I say I'm a big believer in the closed doors. That's what I also try my best to try and tell, like, the producers who I know who want to move on, reporters right. who want to move on, anchors, like, put yourself out there. And if you get told no, that's okay. Yes. Because maybe you might not realize at the time why you were told no, but later I promise you, you will. And that's what happened with applying for this job the first time. I was torn apart i was like how did i not get it i threw myself a tiny little pity party hey and that's under <laughs> allowed and understandable yeah. okay especially if it's like your dream it you was know? my dream and i was like wow this is is this god's way of telling me like very dramatic i was like that i need to just get out of the biz oh girl <laughs> that's not dramatic first. we all address <laughs> me like I, I identify with this so much yeah. like thank you for saying it yeah, out loud i i was just i was crushed and uh, but then when I got to KVU, I was like, that's why. This is why. I'm with an amazing team. I'm getting such great experience yes. from this team and that's exposure, right. the live shots, getting to anchor in my college town and this beautiful studio and a completely different market. That's why I didn't get that job. So I could have this opportunity and it could set me up 
to come back home Absolutely. and bring the skills I gathered from Lubbock, from uh, Austin, to bring them back home and uh, hopefully contribute to making you know this newsroom stronger and better and things like that. Yeah, no, you've absolutely <laughs> done that. Because like we just said, you've been here since 2019. Yes. And the community has fully embraced oh. you and loves you so much. Congratulations thank on your you. 2021 Her Award oh, for the Ben Magazine. That's major. Um, and what an excellent interview. That was a really great interview oh. um, to read. Yeah. And so that's well, when they're you're fabulous over there. Obviously, yeah. like, gosh and I know they just announced the her honorees for this year and mm -hmm. getting to read about them was like oh icons are like y'all are just such great uh influences and in, in our young young adults and kids here in the coastal bend like I hope kids and it's a free magazine they yes can that's right and read a little bit more about these people that maybe you see on tv when we interview them and get to learn their background and like oh I can do that you know that's the biggest thing is for people to I think to see us or meet people that they are impacted by whatever, whoever that is. That's right. And see themselves and kind of hear their story like, oh, they didn't just pop up and were the CEO of this or the head chief of this. Like, no, get to know their story a little bit. And, exactly. Yeah. There's so much work and so history much. behind yes. all of these women's stories, mm -hmm. yourselves included. You. Oh, and I just love it so much, too, because. Something you had said in that interview with the bin that I thought was really important and says a lot about your character is you really value when people decide to either keep or bring back their skill set to the community, which yeah. is what you did. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I understand the attractiveness of a bigger market, you For know, sure. um, and the idea that there might be more opportunities there, but like a willingness to bring it back and like show the community some love and, you know, yes. your creative outlet being mm -hmm. here. I love that, yeah. especially as a girl being from Corpus mm -hmm. Christi. So yeah, and don't get me wrong, I want people to go out yes. and do follow your dreams, go wherever that is, um, bounce around and uh, or and stay there and make a you know do the thing. But I do whenever people have gone and done amazing things, and then they do choose to bring their talents and expertise back to the coastal bend. I think that is just so wonderful because you are being part of the reason why this place is such a cool place to live. There's so many yes. wonderful people from all walks of life. And then when you find out, well, I grew up, I, I went to Ray or I went to Sinton mm -hmm. or I went to Odom. You're like, whoa, that's, that's so cool that you came back. And I don't know, I think it's neat. I think it's neat too, um, because this community does have a lot to offer. And I yes. mean, the change from when you were a kid to now oh, and what continues yes. happening. Yeah. Even uh, downtown. Downtown's like, amazing. I love being downtown now. When I was a kid, obviously you don't really have much reason to be downtown as right. a child. But, um, but we never really went downtown. Every now and then we'd walk around uh, Shoreline with my family and maybe go skating. But yeah now i'm like oh my gosh let's go let's go hang out somewhere like bus or goldfish and um or let's just go f my fiance and i went for a walk uh, just around downtown this past weekend and i love that lovely it was so peaceful and relaxing it was like oh i love this i love this little city yeah it's great it's great <laughs> to be here and then the next day i got to go hang out with my family in sinton mm -hmm. i'm like i'm I'm blessed. I'm very fortunate. I'm very grateful for that opportunity to have my family so close and here. Absolutely. No. I, and I know they must be so thrilled to see you on their TVs uh, all the weekdays on the 5, 6, and 10. That has Girl, to be so exciting. Let me tell you, whenever I forget, if I have like an event that's in the evening or I'm at a shoot that's kind of going a little late and I 
forget to put in my group text for my family or tell my momo or my mimi my phone at 501 blowing up like where are you what's going on they said you're on assignment but what does that mean like y'all need to chill but i they they do they get really excited like it seems even though four years in that that has not worn off for them and that's so that's so cool i thought after a while they'd be like yeah, that little girl, that she's mine. She does that thing. But no, they, they make sure to tune in. And I think it just goes back to being big Channel 3 people. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, on the weekends when I'm home, it's always we'll watch the weekend news together. And my mom, my parents get ready in the mornings to it as well. And I mean, all the media outlets do such an incredible job here. When I yeah. was in college and in an internship, right, I came back home and I had actually reached out to Channel 3 for an internship. But they said that they didn't do that. And I was like, Oh, wow. Bummer. I was a gut punch. I was like, no. Yeah, you're, you're lost. Like, wow. I'm going to come back one day. And no, but uh, then I reached out to Channel 6. And that was, an, that was an incredible experience. I learned so much from the, and I actually, my, I interned on the morning show. And Mike was the anchor there at the time. Oh, wow. Super nurturing, super wonderful, very encouraging, just a safe space to be around, especially when it could be very nerve-wracking. Oh, for sure. The reporters I followed around were awesome. I learned so much from them. So, yeah, I have mad love for for six we often see them around at you know at events and get together so yeah they're they're fabulous nothing but love nothing but love. i love Absolutely. that Absolutely. yeah that and i, I like to hear that because it really is all about the community and, and everybody's doing their best to for the community mm-hmm. you know and um sure. y'all are all on the on the same playing field when it comes to that yeah so what i think is so interesting is you finally get this job that you've been wanting i say job you're, you're mm-hmm. starting you're kicking off your career uh here which you've really wanted and then 2020 happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was going through your head at the time? Because people are pretty much looking to y'all for guidance, for yes. information, for everything. That was such an interesting time. And obviously for everybody and sector of life. So, yeah, when I came in 2019, obviously I had all these expectations of how the job would be. Like I mentioned right. earlier, growing up and watching the anchors and reporters and meteorologists at these amazing community, like being very immersed in their community. I was like, whoa, I get to do that. I get to like learn more about these communities and meet people in them. And yeah, months in that all changed. And obviously we had to work from home and I was like, whoa, this right. was not how I expected. And but you had all the skills to do that, no problem. Yeah, we were we were ready. We I think I I know for my station, I don't know about the market, but I know I was one of the first people to like do put together the work from home setup. Wow. And so whenever <laughs> I didn't know they were gonna do this, but uh, so Joe, I think when we first we were just like we went into crunch mode immediately. Like, how is this gonna work? Because we are gonna have to quarantine and go home. But when I got my my setup at home like put together we did like a live shot just to show people here's what things are going to look like from here on Mm -hmm. here's leslie and i was in my kitchen and uh just explain there was like a web article like leslie adamy anchors the news from home it's like okay cool (laughs) Uh, and and think it was just our way of setting getting people ready with us as well at the same time and so um yeah, getting doing the news from home was such a wild experience because I had my parents there. I had my brother there who was, I believe, a, a junior in college at the time. And so we're all using the Wi-Fi. There'd be so oh, many times right. my face was glitched. 
and it, it was you look back and it's funny and i mean we did live interviews with like the judge uh judge barbara canales at the time and uh the health district right. i interviewed the governor from my kitchen wow um i think my dog walked back and i was like jr you need to chill one time <laughs> like this is we're, we're talking about covid right now if ever you needed to chill yeah. now's the time but in like what like i when i if and when i have children like i hope I can't wait to talk to them about what a crazy experience that was and uh, just the, the perseverance angle. Absolutely. I hope we never have to go through anything. Oh my gosh. Like that again. But yeah, I mean, because y'all had to really keep it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, despite everybody's freaking out, nobody knows what's going on. And y'all had to present like that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I felt like at, our t- at that time, it was our duty and our responsibility right. even more than ever to deliver news in a way, of course, that was informative, but also in a way that was calming, not alarmist. Right. And hey, like just letting the community know we are doing this together. Yes. We don't have it better than y'all. Um, this stinks. Like it really does. Um, all of our families are impacted by this. Um, this stinks. What was interesting also during the pandemic was you had a lot of people, it seemed, divided on whether this was really happening. Right. And I think everyone being at home, um, there was just a lot of emotions that, that came out of that. So, and people, of course, I just, I mean, our our job was to talk to the experts and, and helping us understand what is going on, how can we best relay that to our viewers. Um, and then there were some people that just were not on board with that. And that's when uh, there's a it was it was it was very hard to accept the fact that there were people that had just distrust yes and then also letting it be known and at times there was like harsh and mean messages uh about that like you are trying to scare people Mm -hmm. you are trying to this and i'm like y'all i'm trying i am my team is our producers our managers we're trying our best to learn as much as we can and calmly and factually as to the best of our of our ability relay what we're learning with y'all but yes and that you know that's fine people you know had different opinions and that's okay we're humans that happens that's right yeah sometimes it could it got a little intense uh and again i think a lot of that had to deal with people being having to be stuck inside and absolutely for so long and are just doom scrolling essentially absolutely absolutely that was such a big thing so you know 2021 comes around we start finally kind of oh we're coming back into the world and yes. it's a beautiful time and uh and now thank the lord we're here in 2023 um and things are are we're getting back there i think that you have to still be aware like oh you know flu and cold season yep like you know just do your due diligence and COVID's right. still around, uh, but, you know, do your best to protect yourself and so that you can, you know, protect yourself and keep your, your family and others safe in that process as well. But I'm certainly very happy that we are on the other side Gosh, of it. Gosh, me too. What a learning experience that was. I think everybody like learned a lot about themselves in that time. It just, it was like a forced I agree time with that. for you to like check in with yourself. Some people didn't do that. I think in the most positive way, hopefully they're learning. Uh, but some people, I think it was like getting our mental health and wellness in check. Also mm-hmm. like, whoa, I have these feelings. Like how, what's the best way to, to manage them and address them? So 
yeah, what an what an interesting time. Definitely, the pandemic was no, I know. Lord, we're on the other I'm side. I'm like we every so often, you know, my family and I will get into a discussion about the you know the state of the world as it is, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, we've all collectively been through a really traumatic experience, yeah. and then we're still proceeding as though. Mm-hmm. You know, the show must go on, the essentially. Show must go on, yeah. But, um, you know, have we really taken the time to, like, really reflect on what we've mm-hmm. been through, you know? Yeah. Um, it's such an interesting collective experience. Um, on a lighter note, yeah. you and your team in 2023 actually won an award for, oh gosh, yes. was it the Texas Broadcast News Award for Best Evening Newscast? Yes. That so was tell so me about awesome. this. this. Yeah. So, how, do you get nominated? Like, how does it work? Yeah. So, um, our team's. Uh, you you essentially like you you enter things that you think are worthy for like a category x category so our team had uh submitted a show we had submitted other other stories as well but there was we submitted this newscast and then a morning newscast and i think another report uh and then ultimately tab decides like okay this will be a finalist so um we got picked as a finalist and so me and my team got to go to austin and getting our our name uh, read aloud at this at this award ceremony where there's also like bigger markets there big time reporters in texas that we really admire and look up to um and you're like wow k triple we're out here mm-hmm. we are out <laughs> here y'all we are representing and so that was like such a special thing to win with my team there and um, and I hope it made, you know, some of the younger reporters and producers like hungry, like, hey, let's get it. Let's, yes. We can do that yes. Too. I love that. I think with anything you do, you don't need an award. Like do it because you want to be great. That's right. Do it because you want your team to be great. But, you know, every now and then when you get an award recognizing you for that, that hard work, it definitely puts a little extra pep in your step. Yeah, absolutely. No, congratulations. Because that's you. such a big honor um, yeah. to achieve an award like that. Thank you. But I really like that you put it in perspective. It's really not about the award. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's kind of the cherry on top. Uh, so something that I think is really, really awesome about you is how much you're involved in the community. So events for Ronald McDonald yeah. House. You participated in the Coastal. What, what is it? Dancing with the Coastal Bend. <gasps> yes. Um, you got second place. Congratulations. Yes, and that you. was for the American Cancer Society yeah. and Real Men Wear Pink. Um, I mean, you're all over the place for all sorts of benefits, <laughs> yes. whether it's like walking in a fashion show to benefit yeah. a nonprofit or, you know, emceeing an event mm-hmm. for a nonprofit. I mean, you really are involved in all aspects of it. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you're doing because you genuinely care. And I so, you know, how, how does it come to be that you get involved in these kinds of events? Is it just something that you, you know, look for? Do they find you? How does it work? So typically folks reach out to us uh, about emceeing things like that. And whether that's a school talk um, or a, a, a pageant for one of our area counties or a, a big luncheon or a fashion show or even dance with the coastal bend, which I'm still like in shock that I that I did that was such an out of comfort zone. That thing. is intense. I mean, it that's was, a lot of work. It, it was. It it was. It was a lot of time. So for anyone who wants to do that, uh, <laughs> but it, no, I highly encourage you to do it because it was the most uncomfortable thing to get to do at first. But then it was like, oh my gosh, this is the most rewarding, and it was for an amazing cause. Uh, but just know it, it it is a time commitment. Yes. So be prepared for that. Yeah. How long were y'all practicing? We started in late August, and then. Um, the competition was like around this time. I yeah, think. I think it was early, August. Early, I'm or sorry, October. early October. Yeah. And so every, pretty much like my mindset is if I'm going to do something, I need to like 
come out and actually be decent at it. I can't like willy nilly it. Yep. And especially for something like dancing, which is not something I'm super, I like to dance, but I don't not proper form and things like right. that. So, uh, especially jazz, uh, which is what my routine was. Uh, but yeah, so it was about three to four days out of the week before work. I went to Flower Bluff at Yap wow. 361 Studio. They were amazing. Like just, oh, amazing. And yeah, they taught me how to like differentiate my left foot from my right foot. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun and how to maybe have like good posture and how to breathe yes. and stretch. And uh, I mean, because it it's like you, you can't be like huffing and puffing. I mean, you can, but like, you know, to present yourself like real poised, you mm -hmm. have to like be looking together despite the fact that you're yeah. working out. Exactly. So, yeah, like I said, these these organizations and such will reach out to us. The people that are really uh, they're probably one of my favorite organizations to work with are the ones that reach out like months in advance. I'm like, okay, you guys got it together. Yep. Um, this is super organized. I love it. Uh, so I just wrapped up in an event with Foster Angel South Texas and we, they reached out maybe like four months ago. Wow. Maybe three. And they were like, okay, can we meet up, uh, set up times to, to meet and go over this and I was like, you guys are awesome. That, that, was, that was really, really amazing. And I also did a panel recently with uh, the Hispanic Network of Texas, the Corpus Christi chapter. Very good. They were amazing. And they were like, okay, let's talk about this. And let's, uh, what do you need from us? What can I was like, y'all are on top of it. We, mm -hmm. love, we love communication. Yes. Uh, but also for groups that are maybe like having their first ever event of its type, like I do feel like it's also kind of my responsibility to help them and like, all right, here's what we can do. Here's you know my responsibility I feel like when we MC things like that I always tell them like you tell I want to my goal here is to make y'all look good like I obviously if I'm part of something I support y'all's mission I think it's great let's do it let's let more people know about it yes but ultimately you know it's you know the most about it. so how can I make y'all shine that's what that's my biggest thing how can I make your organization your leadership um, shine whenever we're talking about it. So, but yeah, they reach out and then we get something set up and then we do these little events. And like I said, sometimes it's just a, a school visit, which I personally are, are my favorite with my mom. She's being a teacher and yeah. Shout out to teachers. Absolutely. My goodness. They yeah, do not get enough work. credit. No, they do not get enough of pay. Yes. They, all the things <laughs> all the elevate things. teachers. And absolutely. So, uh, yeah, my mom being an educator for so long and, my her father was an educator as well and uh so it's like in our in the family and yeah i loved school growing up so going to classrooms is is probably my favorite and especially when i meet children like little ones who they're like i watch the news i see you i see him I'm like yes that's cool oh my gosh that's so cool I'm like i watch it with my grandma or I watch it with my tia or i'm like oh this is awesome i love it i love it but yeah, that is awesome. But I mean, in addition to that, because you said you love school and mm -hmm. um, being around students, mm -hmm. you've been a guest speaker for Del Mar College, like yeah. a graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. You've talked about your UT experience mm -hmm. to graduating classes. I mean, so you really are hitting it from like all angles, you yeah. know, just being informative and encouraging. And um, I know why people want you to mm -hmm. do that, because like you said, you're you're asking them what they need from you and then, mm -hmm. and then doing that. And, yeah, um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, eternally grateful for that and, and what you bring here. So for you of all your experiences, you know, being in the media and, and, and doing news, what has been the most rewarding aspect of it all? Mm. Gosh, that's a good question because there's just so 
many, there's so many things. I will say, and I kind of talked about it earlier, is getting to do this job back home. I have loved this job when I was in Lubbock, when I was in Austin, but there really is nothing like working in your home market, getting to talk to the communities that you grew up, passing through, stopping by, and talk about sometimes it's obviously hard and sad and not so great news right but i love when we can shout out people that are going above and beyond in their communities and get to show them off a little bit so that people are like oh my goodness we need to we need to stop by beville we need to stop by rockport and uh or freer or you know san diego um Getting, yeah, getting to do this job in my home market where my family is, uh, my teachers, and uh, and I hope I'm making them proud. That's that's it's such a big responsibility, and I think sometimes I put unnecessary pressure on myself because I, I know that. they 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 tell me they are, and that means a lot. I'm like, no, I need to, I want to do this, I want to keep going, and I mean, my parents always they instilled in me to work hard. My dad was like, you need to be the hardest working person in the room. Yes. If you want something, if someone's doing something you want to do, you need to reach out to them. You need to ask them to, sh to shadow them, um, reach out about internships. Do not be shy. And when I was in high school, I was very shy. Uh, but then you, you do it and you're like, that's why. I reached out to a reporter at the Caller Times, uh, Sarah Costa, who used to work here. Yeah, and now she works I went to at school with Sarah. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, icon. She worked she here and now she's at KSAT. I've just been following her ever since. And, uh, and it was because she took the time to show this little high schooler around and around a day in her job. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. You get to go around Corpus or the area and tell their stories. And that to me is like the most rewarding part is getting to deliver news, what the community needs to know in the area in which I grew up. And sometimes it, I, for better or worse, I take it too personally. Uh, like I'll, you know, you're like, no, we have to do this story because they need that and you don't know, you know, it's just. I love that kind of passion though. Yeah. I think that's such an important thing to have. Yeah, I didn't articulate that very well, but. I disagree, <laughs> articulated perfectly. <laughs> well, thank you. But yeah, I think sometimes I could take it a little a little personally, like how much I want these pockets of people to, to know X, Y, or Z. Um, and like I said, that unnecessary pressure on myself. And I am working on that. Uh, I, re I really am. <laughs> Good. Uh, I hope so. Because we appreciate how hard you work for us, oh, you know. Thank you. And um, but I you do need it. to go easy on yourself. I, I do. But I love it. I really do. Like, it is tiresome sometimes coming, you know, doing events and then coming into work. Or going to work on my dinner break. I have to go run and talk to present this and then come back for a 10 o'clock. But, I mean, right. I love it. Because the people you meet... And the stories that you hear from people, oh my goodness, I, oh, I love it. And we're meeting viewers and you're like, wow, like y'all are amazing. I wish I could see y'all every day. They mm -hmm. say how they watch us every day. I'm like, I want, I want to like come and sit down and have coffee with you every day. And it's just, yeah, for me, it's always going to be about the people and meeting them and getting, being immersed in the community. And that is the most rewarding part of this job. That, Absolutely. No, perfectly said. So beautiful. Leslie, I am in awe of you. I'm Aww. so glad you're here with me. I'm so glad you're my, you know, the way I'm rounding off the podcast. 
um, you really are such a light. The Bin Magazine described you perfectly. Like you're such a light. Like there's Aww. no way you can miss Leslie. Um, so genuine, um, and that radiates from you during your broadcasts. Um, the community loves you, and just thank you so much for what you bring here. And uh, I just can't wait to continue to see you thrive. So thank you again. Not you about to make me cry, Miss Brittany. <laughs> it has been so lovely to be here with you. You also have an amazing just light and energy about you, and I'm beyond honored that this is the the last episode but i hope many many more people get to have the opportunity to sit down with you and uh get to feel how you made me feel today so thank you it has been so lovely to to be here with you absolutely thank you so much again